Happy Mojo Monday. The gift season is nearly over. Soon, if it hasn't already, our attention turns towards New Year's goals and resolutions. What will you change? When will you change it? What will you do? How will you do it? What do you want and why do you want it? These are all important questions. The what, the when, where, why, how, and who. And who is what we're talking about today. Let's go. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast. Featuring health and fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, Hans O. Johnson. Happy Mojo Monday. So there are a couple ways to talk about the who. I could ask, who are you? Who do you need to become to accomplish the goals you want? But it's this third question that interests me the most today. And that is, who is it all for? You see, many of us have just come out of a season of gift giving, and for every gift or purchase, I know you thought about the person you were gifting. And whether it was on your gift list or in your online cart or when you were actually wrapping presents, you had to categorize which gifts went to where and to whom. I think this sets up a very interesting thought experiment for looking at our resolutions. And not just our resolutions, but for many of the changes we want to make in our lives. Who are your resolutions for? If we let this sink in for a bit, Because I know many of you may immediately think to yourself, well, of course, my resolutions are for me. But the first answer may just be the first answer, just the surface answer. Simon Sinek and so many others have talked about or written about the power of the why question in terms of finding your deep internal motivation. And in goals from fitness to business, finding your why is often considered the most crucial to your emotional drivers. But I believe the who question is even more indicative of what drives you toward the improvement and change you seek. Why? Because many times, the all-important why questions have a face. That why is connected to a who. What I mean is that who is someone you know, you love, you care about. So for the mother or father, it might seem obvious. The faces and lives of your children may represent some of the strongest chords to your why. They are the who to your why. And that's just one angle. For husbands, wives, and lovers, how often do you think about improving in some way for the person who holds your affection? For single people, sons and daughters, if you're looking to change something in your life, for who? For the lover yet to come? For your parents? For their opinion of you? Or for what they think you are or what you should be? Are you trying to lose weight, build more muscle, save more money, read more books, talk less, talk more? Start a new business, go to law school or go to med school? Make more money? For whom? Who are you doing this for? I think there is always a who. Because saying you're doing something just for yourself is only partially true, and in my opinion, not the strongest motivation. It's when we consider how others are helped by the changes we make that motivation can be sustained. You see, there is always a who, and if not an actual who, then a virtual one. And what I mean by that is the idea of a who. The idea of who you will please, or whose affection you might win, or who you might serve. Asking the who question helps take the why analysis to a deeper level. It acknowledges that many times, all the time, what we think we should change or how we think we should grow is influenced by our social environment. It yields a deeper emotional resonance to why you want to get in shape, why you want to drink less or quit smoking, because there's a face, a person you care about on the other side of that decision, and their love for you and your love for them matters. Now, there is another side, because at the same time, asking the who question can also expose a fallacy about what you once thought was so important. If, for instance, your who is completely wrapped up in someone else's opinion of you, in a more corrosive way. 
And we know what that looks like. Generally, we might call it peer pressure. More specifically, fear pressures. I categorize two fear pressures, FOMO and FOPO. FOMO, fear of missing out, and FOPO, fearing other people's opinions. Now, these might not ring super positive, but they are strong drivers that are often so baked in, so far deep, that we don't want to admit them, or we're afraid to. For instance, I'm in pretty good shape, but every time I'm around a few of my younger, bigger brothers, I'm inspired to get back in the gym. I'm like, I need to be bigger too. It is what it is. It's not the only reason why I work out, because fitness is now in my system, but I am influenced by how strong they look. Now, assigning a good or bad to your who isn't so much the point today. The point is that asking the who question creates clarity for your goals and for your resolutions. It's the acknowledgement of a simple truth, that what you want or seek to transform is influenced by what is around you, and that adding a who may power adherence to the goals you want to achieve. That who is always there somewhere, hiding, even if it's not immediately clear to you. The more I think about it, the more I think it's all about the who. Who you follow, who inspires you, who you love. You know, behind every major religion, there's a who. A person that inspired a movement and to whom people pledge allegiance. And that leads us to the undercurrent for this whole Mojo Monday moment. In its purest, most righteous form, the who question empowers us to service. Contribution. I assume that all of your goals and desires for 2020 will add health, wealth, and happiness to your life. But for who else? In other words, as you become calmer, healthier, and happier, how will that affect the world around you? More specifically, how will a calmer, healthier, happier you affect the who's around you? Who are they? I invite you to consider who your resolutions are for. I invite you to think about not only who inspires you, but how those changes might affect and inspire others in your life. And that concludes our Mojo Monday Moments for December. I hope you've enjoyed the short series. It's been my pleasure serving you with these tidbits meant to inspire a healthier holiday season. Till next time. Happy New Year.